Hi, this is Helen and Terry Norbo from Sweden. Welcome to our podcast, Reformation Scandinavia. We pray that this message will inspire you to a deeper intimacy with Jesus. Remember, you can reform and change your life for the eternity today. Enjoy this message. In today's episode, we are going to talk about the Lord sees you. And we're going to talk about something that happened to us recently, just uh, some few days ago. Three different people from uh, three different parts of the world send their love, send their encouragement in form of a text message. And we felt so energized. We felt... Very empowered. Yes, it gave us new hope. Yes. It gave us new strength. And it was like God, in one day, he just made three different people from three different parts of the world. Uh, and he told them to send some messages, <laughs> send some love and send some encouragements to uh, Taya and Helen. Yeah, That was what happened. It was, and it was amazing. And you know, this is what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about a special story in the Bible with Abraham, Sarai, and Hagar, and Ishmael. We're going to talk about this, and we're going to make it a story for you, because I want to tell you that God sees you. This mm. is our point. We want to let you know that God sees you no matter what. Amen. So let's head off to Genesis chapter 16, because the title is, The Lord Sees You. You probably know and have heard a story. It's about Sarai, the Abraham's wife. She was 90 years old. She had been waiting for a son or a daughter all her life. Think of that. You've been waiting. Please, Lord, give me a son. Give me a daughter. But she was without children. And you know that we are human beings. When the time flies, we can give up on God. Yeah, it's like you have a promise, but you don't see the breakthrough. Mm. You keep going, keep going, but you do not see the breakthrough. And that could be so frustrating to be in this situation where you don't see the hope. You, you know the promise, you know where you're going, but you don't have the hope. And, and also, it's so easy to start looking at the circumstances because Sarai must for sure have been looking at her circumstance in terms of her own body. She knew that she was old. This is one point that we have. Long wait may lead to a foolish act. So Sarai thought that, okay, so God is not giving me a son or daughter. So let's make a, what is my plan B? My plan B is to, uh, to talk with Abraham and uh, tell him to marry my maidservant, Hagar from Egypt. Get a child with her instead. So then I, Sarai, will have children through her. That was her plan B. The plan B was to fix for God. Help God on the way because God is coming too long. I want to see the breakthrough, but it takes too long. Let's fix this problem. And our second point is that what you thought might bring you joy might bring you sorrow instead. So what happened, Hagar conceives a child. Sarah gave Hagar to Abraham as a wife. She was raised to the same level. On the other side, she was still a maidservant. 
So now when she conceived a son, she felt, finally, I have something that Sarai do not have. Now I am over her instead of being under her. Mm-hmm. So that is, when, when you try to fix things for God, then it messes up things. Yes. Uh, it, it, <laughs> it gets uh, messy. So when you think uh, you make something that you hope and you believe that will bring you joy, but instead it brings you another sorrow. Yeah. So we need to be careful with our steps. So we don't try to help God with our breakthrough to get what God has promised us, that we don't help him because that can become a huge mess instead. Mm -hmm. And we get hurt ourselves because we try to help God. Yes, because God sees in the long run. He have a long-term vision. We only have a short-term vision. And uh, that what happened to Sarai. She got hurt by her own actions because she tried to fix things for God. God said, I will get a son, but he's, I'm too old for this and he's waiting. Uh, it's taking too long. I'm going to fix this. And it, she got hurt on the so, way. So she took a younger one, mm. her maid servant. But actually she also brought her up to a new level, to a new position, because she asked her husband, Abraham, that Hagar may become her new second wife. Sarai gave her maidservant a new position. Think of that. And finally, when she got the maidservant, got a son, she felt, now I'm finally over Sarai. Another point that we have is that and alone in the wilderness experience will not be able to keep you away from the Lord Almighty. What we can read is that Sarai was despised in the eyes of Hagar, her maid servant. And because of that, she didn't like that situation. No. So she complained to Abraham. And Abraham, you know, he didn't want to, you know, be too uh, into that situation. So he just said to Sarai, just do whatever you feel like with regards to Hagar. So she was, you know, she was mad uh, on, on Hagar to such an extent that Hagar took her newborn son and decided to flee into the wilderness. Yes, and we've all been into wilderness seasons in our lives. We all all have been in this place where it's quiet. We don't hear anything. We feel like rejected. We feel unseen. We go into the wilderness. But the wilderness season is something that we, we need to learn something from. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a curse to be in a wilderness season. Mm-hmm. It, it's a, it can be a good place where God can meet us. And wilderness experience will not keep you away from God. Because God is the one who sees you. So the Lord saw Hagar in the wilderness at a spring of water. And God sent an angel because God cares. No matter if Sarai mixed up the situation and tried to help God. God still cares for Sarai. God still cares for Abram. God still cares for Hagar and her newborn son. So God decided to send an angel to Hagar out there in the, in the desert or in the wilderness. And let's read from Genesis chapter 16 and verse 9 to 10 and verse 13. The angel of the Lord said to her, 
meaning Hagar, return to your mistress and submit yourself under her hand. Then the angel of the Lord said to her, I will multiply your descendants exceedingly so that you shall not be counted for multitude. You shall call his name Ishmael and uh, then she shall call the name of the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees. Hagar said, have I also seen him who sees me? And also the angel says uh, to Hagar, the son that you have that have no name yet, you shall call him Ishmael. And Ishmael means God hears. So now we have a new situation. We have God who sees you, but also God who hears you. Hallelujah. So God, you know, nailed the promise into her life by giving Hagar the name that she should name her own son. And that means that she will forever remember, I'm the Lord your God who sees you, and I am the Lord your God who hears you. Yeah, if we put ourselves in Hagar's situation, I mean, she was mistreated by Sarai. I mean, she was bullied by Sarai. And, she, and that caused uh, emotional pain to Hagar. I mean, she was scared, she was lonely, and she felt unloved. She probably thought, is anybody caring about me and my son? Does anybody care of what I'm going through? And maybe you can relate to this situation. I mean, everybody can have feelings from time to time of being unseen and lonely and being in despair. I mean, even ministers being on the stage, huge ministers that stands on the stage and you, you see um, somebody who is successful. But I mean, everybody. Maybe they've been, uh, you know, on Sundays, they've been speaking to tens of thousands of people. And then on Monday, Tuesday, they feel like they want to go and hide. Instead. Yeah, everybody is struggling with, with um, feelings of being unseen and being lonely. Uh, many of these great ministers, they, they don't have somebody to talk to. Talk to. Mm. They don't have somebody to, to comfort them, to help them. Uh, so it's so important for these great ministers to have a prayer team and have supporters by their side, emotional supporters. But I... Um, Maybe you are struggling with these kind of feelings of being lonely and, or being unseen. Maybe you're feeling that nobody cares. And these feelings can be so painful. They can create emotions of rejections and self-doubt. Maybe you doubt yourself because of these emotions that, you, that you're struggling with. But just like Hagar in the wilderness, in a moment, God can show up and he can show you that he sees you. And this is what we want with this broadcast. We want you to let you know that God knows you. He sees you. He loves you. And he fights for you. An advice that we would like to give you is that do not ever try helping God. Because that will give you just more trouble than you already have. It will only lead you into more things to think about, to, to solve and so forth. Instead, trust the Lord. 
because God says in Romans chapter 11 and verse 29, the callings and election of God are irrevocable. He don't regret what he have called you to become. And God's word will stand forever. And that is our last main point. Number seven, God's promise will stand. Though it might look impossible, it will always stand. It looked impossible for Sarai. And she had given up on God. She had been waiting 90 years. And when you have been waiting for a child, a son, a daughter, for such a long time, you know that your body is running out of time. She really felt desperate. I need to help God. But don't ever try to help God. Instead, trust in Him. Because also, it says in Psalms 118, it's better to trust in God than to put confidence in man. In Genesis chapter 17, it says in verse 16 and 17, the Lord says to Abraham about his wife, Sarai, and I will bless her and also give her, watch out, a son by her. Then I will bless her and she shall be a mother of nations. King of peoples shall be from her. Wow, she had been waiting all her life. And all of a sudden, she gets a word from the Lord. She will not only have a son, a son from her own blood, a son from her own, own body, but she, God will bless her to such an extent, far beyond her imagination. She will be called the mother of kings, the mother of princes, the mother of many nations. Sarai, who have given up on God, who have lived 90 years without seeing it coming to pass. All of a sudden, God comes to the scene and tells Abraham, I will give you both a son and he shall be called Isaac. That's amazing. So we need to hold fast, hold strongly to the promises that God has given us, to the calling, to the destiny that God has for us. We need to just believe him for this breakthrough and stop trying to to fix things for him and set things up ourselves. Let God be God and let God do the impossible. Let God do the, the things that he can do. Only he can open the doors When he has promised them to open, he will do it. He is faithful and he's trustworthy. And we can just trust him with our whole being and not being fearful of that the promises will not come to pass. Mm, Amen. You said you had a word uh, that you said the Lord gave to you. Yes. When we prepared for this broadcast, I felt the Spirit of the Lord say something, and I want to share this with you. And I heard the Lord say, my son and my daughter, I see you, and I know exactly where you're going and what you're going through. I see your pain, and I see your tears, and I've heard the voices that have spoken against you. I've seen the unrighteous treatment of you. Mm. My son and my daughter, I have never left you nor forsaken you. I have been with you on the mountaintops and in the deepest valley. I see you when no one else do. 
son and daughter, I'm your comforter. I'm your shelter. I know you by name. I even count every hair on your head. Come, run into my arms, run into my loving arms, and let me hold you through your pain. I see you, my child, and I will bring you through. I will make the valleys being risen up and make the ground even before you're on your path. I love you, my child, and I hold you in my hand, and I see you, I see you, I see you. Father, we thank you. For everyone who is listening right now, who is watching this podcast, we thank you that you will bless them. Father, we thank you that your word will ne never return a void. We thank you that your word is filled with power, is filled with life, and your word will not return before it has accomplished the purpose of these words. Father, we pray for those who are in a wilderness situation right now. Let them experience that you are the God who sees and you are the God who hears them. In Jesus, then we pray and we bless you. Everybody who's listening to this broadcast and listening and seeing, watching on YouTube, we bless you with everything that God has for you. And remember that God sees you. Thank you for listening to Reformation Scandinavia. If you have been blessed, please share this message. Make sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen. We would love to stay connected with you. To receive our newsletter and to give to our ministry, go to reformationscandinavia.se. Maybe you have a relationship to Scandinavia. Send us an email and tell us more about it. Be blessed and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah.